All right, I'm going. You got it. All right, so let's do it. Uh, this is a reading. <laughs> Maybe this will be cut out. I'm not sure, depending on uh, how much nah, post is done, how much post work. <laughs> this is in. Um, this is a staged reading of a play written by um, an anonymous author. Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, sub- oh, anonymous. Uh, yeah, sorry. Could <laughs> It, well, it could be. We don't know who it is. It just, so, uh, it's just so scary. You know what I mean? It's just like you got to think it was written by yeah. just somebody with like such a classically twisted and just like warped mind. Yeah, guys. So here's what's going on. Well, this is Rock Hard Brew Reviews. I'm Joey. That's Dylan. Uh, and today uh, I moved into a new apartment and I, um, you know, got all my stuff in here and I'm, I'm looking around and I, I look inside this one cabinet <laughs> that I thought I had looked inside before, but um, in the back of it, there was this little box and uh, I, I pulled the box out. It was a scary inside, box, right? It was a scary looking box, like really spooky looking. It looked it looked like the Necronomicon, if, if we have any fa- fans of the Evil Dead series mm-hmm. here. It's like made of human skin and like there's teeth and hair on it. So anyway, Ew. I... Opened up that box. I had to um, break it open piggy bank style because it was it was very it was like seemingly it had like it was made of bone as well, so it was hard to open. Um, wow, ew! And so inside uh, was um, fifteen uh, pieces uh, of paper that were printed out in uh, in <laughs> aerial font. Wow, not uh, handwritten uh, on like. Like uh, old, like yellow kind of paper that is clear. It was, you know, was it's been left there no. for years. It's it was new, just kind of like was it warm? Was the paper warm? Was it freshly printed, or what we got going on here? No, it it, it had it, from the temperature of it, it had been there a few days. Okay, and at least at least, and uh, so it was, <laughs> but uh, it was it was written in a series. Of, it was printed out uh, chain of emails, and uh, we're gonna read it for you today because uh, we just want to find out what this is, and um, and uh, we'd like you to join us as we discover. Yeah, damn this tale. I'm so glad that you you shared that. I uh, you know I'm excited to find out who Jacko Pump is because it's called the Legend of Jacko Pump. And you got to think, uh, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, you, you, you got to think it's somebody either wrote this for inspired by the character we made up on the podcast or, you know, I mean, may, maybe we just kind of came up with that. We thought we came up with that character, but it was really kind of like some kind of supernatural inception where we maybe Jack O'Pump kind of exists and we just kind of brought him back with our with our. Uh, "Quote unquote oh, creation okay. of him." So I, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited. You're talking to find out. about like a like a tulpa, like something like an energy or a force that's created by like a collective unconscious accepting an idea. Yeah, yeah, I get, and it, it becomes a real monster. Yeah, so maybe we'll see, Dylan. I don't know. I can't say for sure, and God, I hope not. Yeah, me too. I mean, you sound scary. I wonder if uh, uh, Jacko Pump jacks off at all his pumpkin cock, but I guess we'll have to find out. I really. Really let's uh let's <laughs> let's start the story. We've already uh <laughs> we've already cast our roles. All right. Um and uh and we're ready to go. So All right. And I probably This is the legend of Jack O'Pump. Yeah, and what I'm probably going to do is add sound effects and music and stuff. If I don't, 
just kind of imagine it because I might not, but I think I'm going to because it would be cool. But um, just kind of imagine the world if I don't. But all right, here we go. Sure. Um, so, yeah, here we go. The Legend of Jack O'Pump. Well, I'm going to take that voice again. <clears throat> the Legend. Oh, no, 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 wait. <clears throat> all right, you got this. Come on. The legend... Oh, no, that's wrong. The legend of Jack O'Pump. Here we go. We open on a quaint suburban neighborhood in upstate New York. A cool autumn breeze sways the trees as leaves red and orange gently float to the ground. Kids in costumes of all sorts can be seen playing outside as the smell of fresh pumpkin pie wafts through the air. Why, it's Halloween, of course. We zoom in on one house to find two young boys watching a spooky movie on their television. A slightly older girl is making popcorn in the other room. Wow, I hope I can get some sleep tonight after this scary movie. I know, right? I bet I will never feel as scared as I am right now by watching this movie that has no real effect on my life. Yeah, that's the thing, Darren. As your best friend Johnny, even though I'm scared by this classic horror movie we're watching, I know that this is just a movie and we are safe in our small but tight-knit neighborhood. All us neighbors are so close. Because we are currently living in somewhere between the 1950s and the 1990s, knowing your neighbors and being friends with them is still normal. Cool. (laughs) The microwave dings and the girl pours the hot golden popcorn in a bowl. She enters the room that the boys are in. How's the movie, boys? Hope you're not getting too spooked. Also, the popcorn is ready. Epic! I love popcorn! What a great pairing with a scary movie. Thanks, Sister Sharon. I'm so glad you're babysitting us while our parents are out of town. Is your boyfriend coming over so that you will be distracted later? Why, yes, he's actually on his way now. So if you wanted to go check out that spooky house down the street with the evil pumpkin patch in the backyard, you should go when he gets here. Wow, how perfect. We were just talking about how close we are with all of our neighbors. Peter Griffin, UV Ray Romano, the old angry lady. But the only people we don't know are those living in that scary house. I heard no one lives in that house and that because it's so evil and scary that no one will go near it. It's haunted by a demon pumpkin spirit. (gasps) Whatever you said. Sorry, one sec. (laughs) Whatever you said. What? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you heard, I'm sure is just a tall tale. Evil doesn't exist and bad things don't happen around here. Yeah, maybe. But let's go check it out, Johnny. I mean... Once your sister is having sex with her boyfriend and all. Ew, not before marriage. The boys finish up their popcorn as Sharon's unnamed boyfriend arrives. He gets out of his cool muscle car and immediately throws open the front door. He has a leather jacket on and has many other indicators of someone really cool. He picks up Sharon and they immediately go downstairs to have premarital sex. Darren and Johnny gather their supplies to go check out the spooky house. A baseball bat, a slingshot, and a laser pointer are shoved into a duffel bag slung over Johnny's shoulder, while Darren puts a half-eaten bag of Reese's cups in his backpack. Once prepared, they head out the front door. 
The boys walk a few houses down their street, ignoring the riffraff of kids and their parents trick-or-treating around them, and suddenly are confronted by the aforementioned angry old lady. You boys better not be cutting through my lawn! I have the local sheriff on speed dial, you know! Oh, come on, angry old lady. You've known us for years. We're nice boys, and we haven't cut through your yard in ages. Although your name is never revealed, I bet it's Karen. <laughs> Am I right, Darren? <laughs> wow, what a zinger! You just got that old bag so good. Uh, I mean, actually, uh, I respect the elderly, so never mind. Now that's more like it! Show me some respect, little Johnny! This Karen used to change your diapers while your mom and dad were at work! Okay, Boomer. I mean, I, I mean I'm sorry, angry old lady. I, I will not make any more Karen jokes. We weren't going to cut through your yard, but we do have plans to check out that spooky house with the evil pumpkin patch in the backyard. <gasps> oh, you boys know better than to go over there! Why, I lost both my son and my husband to the demon pumpkin spirit that inhabits that house. Well, was that World War II? It's been so many years. I miss you, angry old man. Don't worry. If there is a demon pumpkin spirit that inhabits the house, we will destroy it and banish its big orange ass to hell. Right, Darren? Darren hesitates to respond as he's shoving Reese's cups in his mouth. Full of cups, Darren replies. Yeah, we'll get that demon spirit out of here. No unsavory holiday-themed characters allowed in our neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> well, I do think you little shits should be more scared, but it's not my job to stop you. You ain't my kids. True. I'm happy you aren't my mom. Anyways, have a good night, angry old lady. Stay angry. The boys continue journeying down the street. They only manage to get a few houses down when everyone's favorite TV dad, Peter Griffin, exits out of his front door to say hello. Why, hey there, boys. What are you up to this fine night? Not trick-or-treating like the other kids, eh? Howdy, Peter. Nah, we aren't like other kids. We are told by adults constantly that we're old souls and mature for our age, which I'm sure will have no adverse effects on us when we're older. I love when parents instill superiority complexes onto their kids. It's why my Chris is such a good boy. Meg, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, 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 she's a bitch. I've seen the show. Anyway, we were just headed over to the spooky house down the street. You know, the one with the demon pumpkin spirit, etc., etc. I can't believe you'd step foot near that house. That's crazier than when me and Richard Dreyfus did a line of coke off the Michelin man's dick. Please don't do a shitty flashback joke, Peter. I really don't have time for that right now. I want to check out this scary house ASAP so I can get back home and eat more Reese's Cups. They make combo packs with Kit Kats and Reese's Cups combined, which is great because they're my two favorite types of candy. So you're not even going to trick-or-treat for candy? You're just buying it from the store? Huh. Kids these days. <laughs> well, I guess if I can't talk about how much I hate Meg and you won't let me do any flashback jokes, I'm pretty much a useless character other than this voice. Uh, why don't I let you boys get on your way? <laughs> yeah, Oh, thanks, Peter. Yeah, I don't know why you are even in this story, and... 
Also, I don't know why you live here instead of Quahog, but honestly, I don't give a shit. Have a good one. <laughs> As the boys continue on their way, they leave behind Peter Griffin and the chicken, beginning to have... Uh, uh, hold on, I feel like I went New Zealand there for a second instead of British, but... I'm going to I'm going to take it's, it back. It's, it's inching towards that, but yeah. As the boys continue on their way, they <laughs> All right. As the boys continue on their way, they leave behind Peter Griffin and the chicken, beginning to have one of their classic fights as the sun sets yeah, over the suburban landscape. <laughs> it's getting darker and colder now. I can't believe you forgot to bring a flashlight, Johnny. I mean, we have weapons to defend ourselves, but what are we going to do if we can't even see? You didn't even bring anything other than candy, you big freaking bozo. Anyways, maybe we can't stop. Maybe we can stop by UV Ray Romano's house to see if he'd be willing to accompany us on our journey to <laughs> illuminate the daunting path ahead. What do you uh, say? Hold on. You didn't like you didn't like Johnny calling Darren a fat fucking idiot. Why didn't you read that? <laughs> I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't want to. I didn't want people to think I wrote that. No, I, I mean, hey, uh, we, I wrote that, so you got to say it. You got to say it All really right, okay. angry. You got to say, okay. you didn't even bring anything other than candy, you fat fucking idiot. Anyway. Okay, okay, let me try. All right, it's let's okay. go. Uh, I wrote this. Okay. I'm fat, and I wrote this, so I can do it. <laughs> I'm fat, too. It's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> now that that's out of the way. Okay, we, what are we going to do if we can't even see? Okay. <laughs> you didn't bring anything other than a candy, you fat fucking idiot. Oh. Anyways, maybe we can stop by UV Ray Romano's house and see if he'd be willing to accompany us on our journey to illuminate the daunting path ahead. <laughs> Thanks for calling me a fat fucking idiot and, uh, and uh, going by the script. Uh, great idea. You know, if I take... Oh, wait, I gotta read this one again. <clears throat> great idea. You know, if I take one more step... I'll be the farthest away from home I've ever been. Come on, Darren. I you remember what Jack Black Gandalf used to say? It's a dangerous business, Johnny. Going out the door. You step onto the road and you don't keep your feet. There's no telling where you might be swept off to. I really love how we seamlessly weave between our shitty podcast humor and referencing one of the greatest fantasy IPs of our time. Podcast? What are you? Uh, what are you talking about? We're um, trying to find the pumpkin. Uh, demon before pumpkin Darren gets b before Darren gets to answer, the boys find themselves in UV Ray Romano's front yard. UV Ray Romano bursts out his front door, shining brightly in the dim autumn light. Deborah. Deborah, I'm going outside. Oh, hey there, boys. Looking to get a tan? No, sir. We're actually here to ask you for a favor. Now, what could that be? You better not be asking me for money. My wife gets all the money I make. I just get an apple and clean clothes every morning. Wow, a classic everybody loves you, V-Ray Romano line. Well, basically, we're on our way to the scary house with the demon pumpkin spirit, and because it's getting dark, we were wondering if you wanted to tag along and be our guiding light Rudolph, you know, type thing. <laughs> don't tell me you boys forgot a flashlight. You certainly don't need to explain to me the importance of good lighting. I can come along. Just don't blame me if you get sunburned. <laughs> oh, shit. 
The boy is now joined by... Uh, the boy is now joined by light source and friend UV Ray Romano journey on to their destination. As they draw nearer and nearer to the spooky house, the reality of what they're about to take on sets in. Johnny, are uh, you really prepared to take on this evil pumpkin spirit if it exists? Darren, you have to understand. When I grow up, I hope to one day be an alpha male. Do you know what that is? I want to have a hot wife and make over six figures a year. Maybe seven. I don't... So, I, I don't have time. I can't waste my time being scared of boogity boogity or boo 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 or la 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 bump in the night or things that, you know, go bonk in the night even. I have to be strong. <laughs> we, Darren, have to be strong. Oh, well, if, if you say so, I guess being an alpha male does sound pretty cool. Uh, I do think my wife will be hotter than yours, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, right, you fat fuck. The only shot with a girl you'll ever have is with the yellow or green, whichever M&M, you chocolate-loving motherfucker with her freaking white hot high heels. She is kind of <laughs> hot. I think it is green, but the script says yellow, and I, I, I think it is green, though, but anyway. I feel like we're getting distracted and need to keep going here. We're only a few houses away now. Oh, shut up, UV Ray. Jeez, stop screaming and pointing your body at me. You're too bright. I'm not wearing sunglasses, you shiny fuck. Every second with you boys makes me want to give my mother an apology. The nerve of you kids. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay, okay, let's get it together. UV Ray is right. <sighs> We're too close to our goal to be infighting like this. What are we, a bunch of leftists or something? Okay, enough. Let's get ready. The group gather themselves as they approach the spooky house. To their dismay, everything they had ever heard about the house seemed to be true. There was an evil aura emanating from the home. It was dark, dilapidated, and seemingly abandoned. A stark contrast to the wonderfully maintained suburban domain surrounding it. The pumpkin patch in the backyard ominously gripped the back of the house with vines growing and overtaking the walls. They made their way through the overgrown yard and cautiously stepped up to the front door. Uh, holy shit, dude. I, I know I'm supposed to be alpha, but I can't believe we're here. Who's who's gonna knock? Uh, not it. Not it. Oh, you've gotta be kidding me. You boys just love taking big old shits on UV Ray Romano, don't ya? UV Ray Romano raises his bright hand to the front door, but before he gets to knock, the door swings open. Like a black hole, the three heroes are sucked into the foyer with a loud thud of the door behind them. They manage to gather themselves and stand up and do to UV Ray Romano's light have the interior of the spooky house reveal itself before their very eyes. It looks like a standard scary house with cobwebs and skulls strewn about, lit candles even though no one was home, portraits that have eyes which follow you around, etc. Definitely major Halloween vibes. <laughs> well that sucked, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we got sucked into the house like a vacuum. Very, very funny, Johnny. UV Ray, you should add that to your tight five. Are you still doing stand-up or just raking in the sitcom royalties? 
Let's not get bogged down with how I spend my time and worry about how the fuck we're gonna get out of this fucking house! <laughs> For real, though, that was not normal, and I'm laughing because I'm nervous, and that's how I deal with things. There is definitely something unnatural going on in here. Let's start looking around. But before they can manage to start investigating, an eerie and booming voice erupts out of nowhere from the hollow walls. I, I know this is completely killing the tension, but I gotta take a drink before I do a uh, Jacko pump here. <laughs> you can add like a bunch of reverb. Yeah, I mean, I'll do something here to <clears throat> make that like super like quick and smooth and, and spooky. But anyway, <clears throat> here I go. Welcome to my... Oh, that's how it sounds like angry old lady a little bit, but... Hmm. Yeah, maybe go lower. Welcome to my... Oh, but that just... Hmm. That's the narrator. I want him to be... Yeah, yeah. I want him to be a little like... Wait, can I try it? Yeah, if you want to be Jacko, but then but then you're Jacko and the... That's a lot of lines, but I think you could do it. If you want to do it, though, you should do it. Or maybe you could do something like, Welcome to my lair. Ah, welcome to my lair. All right, I could try that. I imagine him more like a Joker, kind of like, "Welcome to my lair." That I could go high. I could go even higher. Yeah, and then you'll just add an effect, and it'll sound different from the old lady. Yeah, welcome to my lair. <laughs> it is I, Jacko Pop, everyone's favorite Sam Adams beer-themed evil dumpkin. Oh, evil dumpkin. <laughs> uh. It is I, Jacko Pop, everyone's favorite Sam Adams beer-themed evil pumpkin spirit. How unfortunate for you that you'll find yourself somewhere where with which you cannot escape with you or your allies. Oh my god, I can't believe this thing is real. It really makes you think about what else could be real. I'll give you something to think about. For many years, children have ventured into my lair. Centuries I have been here, waiting for naughty kids to aimlessly wander into my domain and face my wrath. I have consumed countless fat little candy-loving children. I cannot wait to get my hands on a few more tonight. <laughs> uh, wait, come on, Jacko. It can't be that straightforward. You, you're saying you don't even give your victims a chance to escape by giving them some sort of test? Like, kind of like Saw, the, the Saw series of films. You ever seen Saw? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know where that voice came from. I'm not a big fan of horror films, if I'm being honest. Too many cheap jump scares. Yeah, plus, I mean, you kind of, uh, like, are a horror villain, so it would be a little redundant for you to watch horror stuff, I guess. Seems like it's already so prevalent in your life, like you could spend your time on, on so much other shit, you know? That's a good point, boy. Maybe that's another reason why I don't like horror films. I've never thought of that. Anyway, fine. I will provide you the test that no child has ever been able to pass. If you don't want to be eaten by me and transported to the evil Halloween dimension, you must rate and review the new pumpkin ale by Sam Adams on a scale of one to five. That actually uh, doesn't seem too bad. But, oh no, I guess the only thing is we can't drink beer because we're underage. 
Ah, oh, shit, we're doomed. If only we were 21 plus so we could rate and review this beer to escape our damnation. But we're only high school kids. But wait, what about UV Ray Romano? Can't he review this beer? He's got to be in his 60s by now at least. If the bottles are brown, they will be able to extend my rays. But if not, oh, I fear that no clear bottle will be able to handle the sheer brilliance of my light. I always forget that brown bottles are used to prevent UV rays from skunking the beer. What a crazy world we live in, huh? I'm glad I listened to that one podcast about it. Well, what color are the bottles, Jacko? The, the bottles are clear! <laughs> oh shit, that fucking sucks. We are totally gonna die. The walls and floors begin to shake violently as if due to an earthquake, as dust and rubble start flying everywhere. Amidst the haze and chaos, Jacko Pump's physical form emerges from the backyard and enters the home. Jacko Pump is a looming monstrosity, a giant pumpkin with glowing, angry-looking carved face, uh, and really buff humanoid limbs protruding from each corner. He quickly approaches the boys with otherworldly rage in his eyes. If you mean to tell me you can't rate and reveal this beer, then... It's time for you to... I don't know why I made him Southern there. I'm, I'm losing I'm losing my accent grip here. <clears throat> here we go. I like it. I like the I like the turn. Should I should I should I make him Southern right now? Just keep it Southern. All right. If you mean to tell me you can't write and review this bear, then it's time for you to die. Our hero. Whoa. Our heroes scream for their lives as the raw evil energy of Jacko is about to consume them. Then, they all try to stall the Pumpkin Beast attack by throwing what they have at him. Johnny shoots some rocks out of his slingshot and shines the laser pointer in his eyes. Darren goes to toss some Reese's Cups at Jacko, but hesitates and starts eating them instead. UV Ray shoots Kamehameha-type blasts of UV rays from his body, but to no avail. Jack is too cosmic, too strong, too evil. No! If only there was some way, someone who could review this beer, we will definitely get bodied if someone doesn't come to our rescue right now. It seemed like all hope is lost, but all of a sudden from the distance, even above all the noise in the house, the Rock Hard Brew review scene could be heard getting closer and closer. No, no way. Could, could it be? Holy oh, shit, God, I think you. it's... Darren gets cut off by the extremely smooth and cool entrance of the Podcastinator! He bursts through the wall Kool-Aid man style and immediately turns to face Jacko and the boys. He is a beautiful creature, half man, half machine. Microphones for hands and the ability to podcast for hours on end. A true god amongst men. The Podcastinator! Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of me kicking some ass. Today we'll be getting to the bottom of why this evil spirit is demonizing these kids. And this radiating comedian. Let's not waste any more time and introduce our guests. Mr. The Podcastinator, you're just in time. If someone doesn't review this beer, the evil jackal pump will destroy us. Sounds like this might also be an episode of Rock Hard Brew Reviews after all. Well, 
Mr. Jacko Pump. After I review this beer, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. I will destroy all, all of you! You will never be able to handle my power or the complex yet light delicious flavor of this seasonal beer! An uncomfortable silence comes over everyone in the home for a split second until Jacko seems to calm down. Oh, but yeah, anyway, here it is. Twelve flies of the finest pumpkin macro brew this side of Fenway Park. Let me know how you... As somebody from Boston, he has a southern accent. I, that doesn't really track. <laughs> Let me know how you like Sorry, it. Sorry, that was I, my mistake. What'd you say? <laughs> that was my mistake. Yeah, it's okay. Let me know how you like it out of five, and you can be on your merry way. Seems too good to be true. But it's not in my nature to turn down reviewing a beer. Let's see what we got here. The I'll put this one back. <laughs> the podcastinator takes the beer from Jacko and puts it to his lips. Instantly, a look of deep thought comes over his face as the texture and flavor of the beer is absorbed into his cybernetically enhanced taste buds. Taste buds? After a few moments, his eyes glaze over as he begins to really process it. Analyzing flaws, A, B, V, I, B, U, cinnamon and nutmeg detected. Seasonal spices, crisp, refreshing finish. Resolved soapy, white, soapy, soapy, sweat, aftertaste detected. Soapy, soapy, sweat, aftertaste detected. Calculating review, calculating review, calculating review. After careful consideration, I will write this beer a 2.5 out of 5. A solid effort by Sam Adams, but would have fared better with a darker, higher ABV content, in my opinion. The initial taste is great, with a solid aroma of pumpkin pie wafting out of the bottle. But unfortunately, it's that aftertaste that really sticks with you in a nasty way. Ha ha. So that's my score. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Rock Hard Brew Reviews. Make sure you check us out at rhpr underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and tune in to prepare. Tune in to the pregame game show every other Friday. What? Only a tip on five? This is Sam Adams' special Halloween creation. How dare you give it such a middle-of-the-road score? I must go back on my word and kill you! I will end you all! Now to choose who to banish and who to make a trophy in my pumpkin patch along with the others. Oh no, the others? You mean you have people trapped in your patch as we speak? Why, yes. Angry old man and his son are petrified back there, along with Jack Black and and many of the local kids who have wandered in here throughout the years. What? Not characters that we all have such deep attachments to. Everyone loves Angry Old Man, His Son, and Jack Black Gandalf. How could you? Johnny, Darren, <laughs> me and UV Ray Romano will hold Jacko Pump off while you go and check on the people in the patch. As Jack Black Gandalf would say, Fly, you fools, fly! Expert, expertly done. 
the podcastinator and UV Ray start having an epic showdown with Jacko Pump as the boys rush past the fray and into the backyard. The overgrowth of vines start moving and assaulting the boys as they rush past. They try defending themselves as best they can while running full speed ahead. It doesn't take long for them to spot the victims of the patch, each trapped in pumpkin encased in amber. Darren, protect me from the vines while I use my bat to break open these pumpkins and and free our friends. 10-4, good buddy. The two manage to resist the onslaught of the vines and break dozens of captives out of their Halloween cages. All of your favorite characters, the ones you, the listener, care most about were trapped in there. Imagine your favorite story and your favorite character from that story and believe me, they were trapped in this patch. It could have been your mom, your dad, your favorite actor, anyone you love from your real life could be and probably was trapped in that patch. And our heroes saved them! Now I bet you're really invested in the story because the boys were able to save those important to you. Maybe you're a Bugs Bunny fan, eh? Was definitely trapped. Meryl Streep trapped. I could really go on, but you get the point. Quick, before any more characters get lines, let's go use all our combined power to defeat this orange asshole. Wait, Trump's in the house? (laughs) (laughs) The Pumpkin Patch crew rush into the house to find the battle between UV Ray, the Podcastinator, and Jacko Pump still raging on. With UV Ray and the Podcastinator on the ropes, it looks like Jacko Pump has the upper hand, which makes sense as he's an interdimensional evil. Enough of this! I have a whole Sam Adams sweater with a variety pack waiting for me in the fridge. I was planning on enjoying tonight. I will waste no more time with you. Now for my special attack to finish you off. Spooky Halloween Cannon! Oh no, what are we gonna do? Listen everyone, I'm gonna max out my monitors and turn them up real loud. If I crank the gain on my hand mics, and we all yell into them. We should be able to create a sonic wave strong enough to counteract Jacko's blast and send him into oblivion. Yell, welcome to Rock Hard Brew Reviews, and we may be able to defeat him. Quickly, do it now! <laughs> Jacko. I always go like, Jacko Pump begins when I go to the narrator for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Jacko Pump. Yeah. Jacko Pump begins to launch his demonic attack. An energy blast so strong it could consume everyone in the house and send them to the evil Halloween dimension. However, before it can overtake our heroes, the podcastinator turns himself up to 11 and everyone yells a resounding, Welcome to Rock Hard Reviews! The resulting sonic blast is so strong that it shoots Shackle Pump back at such a high speed that he unsexually blasts the back walls out of the haunted house, taking him and his evil pumpkin patch with him. It's as if all the Halloweenness in the house was taken with Jacko and the patch, and it's all, you know, swept away by a whirlwind of sheer power, vanishing into some, some other dimension, probably the Halloween dimension disappearing from reality. What's left is a normal-looking house with no signs of cobwebs, spooky portraits, or any of the classic scary house tropes. <laughs> Just a normal suburban house, cleansed of all evil and missing a few walls. Wow, 
I can't believe the power of our favorite podcast was enough to de defeat Jacko Pump, the legendary evil Halloween pumpkin spirit that we've been talking about. Yeah, I fucking know who he is, Johnny. We, he was a major character in the play. Uh, but yeah, who would have thought? Uh, just goes to show the importance of quality content. Well, let me take that again. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have? Yeah, yeah, yes. Who would have thought? Uh, just goes to show the importance of quality content. Is everyone okay? Yeah, I'm fine. What a wild ride. I should be getting home to Deborah soon. Yeah, uh, guys, <laughs> I have 12 more episodes to record before the end of the night, so I gotta get going here too. I may or may not be back. Oh, thanks for saving the day, the podcastinator. Did thanks, you say that? the podcastinator. You're so cool, man. I really look up to you, man. You're so cool. You saved nah. us all, man. I love you, man. All right, all right. Clearly shaken up. Everyone slowly exits the now unspooky abode. Angry old man and his son return to angry old lady and have a blissful reunion. Although you gotta think they'll both find something to get angry about later on tonight. Jack Black Gandalf does a scatting spell and summons a giant guitar playing eagle to whisk him back to wherever he comes from. All of the loose ends you're thinking about get tied up in a really tidy way and as Halloween night comes to a close, all the kids return home with their candy. However, Johnny and Darren return home with something more. Wow, what an adventure. Yeah, who would have thought we would go on such a journey? And in our tiny neighborhood, no less. Uh, well, I'm beat. I got, I'm going to go home and hit the hay, so to speak. Maybe turn on a podcast. Seems fitting, don't you think? Yeah, I was thinking the same, buddy. I can't imagine listening to anything other than rock-hard brew reviews when I get home, considering what happened tonight. There's something special about that show. Anyways, see you tomorrow. As the boys part ways, they both realize they've learned something. Not only are they bad at accents, and on the path to becoming fearless alpha males, they also learned the importance of spending your time listening to quality content like the show you're currently listening to right now. Seems like you've got it all figured out. And hey, if you ever stop listening to the show, just know Jacko Pump is going to come fuck you up next Halloween. <laughs> just kidding. Or am I? And that's it. Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm sure there'll be outro music. Yeah, it's something, something crazy. Wow, well, that was a really special, uh, a really uh, special thing for us to have done. Um, yeah, I think I'm just, we've I'm all really grown. happy that we did it. What'd you say? Yeah, I, I'm just saying, I, I think we've all grown as a result and we're all better people now for having read that and, and, and heard that, you know, um, I think we all learned a lot tonight about yeah. the true meaning of Halloween. Yeah. And I just, I think it's the kind of thing where a lot of, a lot of stories out there, they kind of talk about Halloween um, but they don't get to like the truth, like the meaning of, they don't get to like the, the nitty gritty. They, they don't really get to like the, you know, the real bare bones of what, what Halloween really means. And it's ironic because bones are such a big part of Halloween. They're very scary. They're supposed to be inside and yes. when they're outside, it's unsettling, but you know, mm. I just think that's what, 
that's what this play kind of taught me is that above all else, the meaning of Halloween to it, the the meaning of Halloween is hanging out with your your friends, um, getting the candy that you want to eat, and uh, banishing evil from the world. I I just think that that's like, you know. I think we can all kind of take that uh, and apply it to our own lives. If there's any kind of like combo packs of candy that you really like, just go out and buy them. If if there's an evil pumpkin spirit or any kind of spirit uh, terrorizing your local community, maybe step up and, and banish it from this realm with the help of some of your favorite characters. Um, but that's kind of what I got from it, Joey. What do you got to say? How should we? How do you want to wrap this up? I think that's spot on, Dylan. And I think, uh, I think, you know, um, I guess, uh, if you ever find a scary box in your new house, always open it. That's what I've got to say. Um, and, uh, I, I think, um, you know, uh, if you guys, uh, liked that story, um, (laughs) let us know, um, because the box is pretty deep. It's kind of like a, it's like a Mary Poppins type thing where there's like uh, a crazy amount of space in there, even though it's just a little box. So, um, yeah, who knows what could be in there? So let us know uh, if, if you'd like to do this again at some time. But that's that's our little Halloween <laughs> special. Hope you enjoyed Slam Autumn's Month of Beer and Fear, our uh, month-long review of Sam Adams' Sweater Weather Variety Pack Um uh, and uh, and uh, and I I hope you uh, I hope you have a, a a happy Halloween, happy Halloween, happy uh, end of 2020. We'll be back next week with normal at with our normal programming. Enough with the Sam Adams shit. Easily our least listened to series of episodes, which is awesome. Um, so hey, if you're sticking around, <laughs> if you're listening, um, thank you very much. Uh, means the you're world a real to one. us. You're a real one. Uh, I will remember because when you listen, it shows me um, your IP address and where you live and your full name and you <laughs> your know exactly name, your social. Yeah. So we. So we. If you're listening, we know who you are. And uh, <laughs> if you have listened um, and you stopped, I'm noticing that too, and I do know who you are too. So. So yeah. I mean, if you don't want to get uh, clearly the <laughs> other the other ending, I forgot to mention that the thing to take away from the thing is the from the from the story that we read was. Keep listening to Rock Hard Brew Reviews. I, I think that was probably the main thing to take away is if you kind of surround yourself with good kind of like good content, um, bad things just can't really happen to you. You know, I, I think if you're listening to the show and go about your life like you listen every day, um, I just think yeah. good things will happen. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. All Hallows Eve. All, All right. right. Goodbye. Bye. That the ghosts don't rest Skeletons can be real nice According to my friend Vincent Price Give it back, that candy's mine Unless you want to deal with my friend Frankenstein And taught him not to be scared of fire Don't call my bluff cause I'm not a liar Happy Halloween If you know what I mean Happy Halloween If you know what I mean I'm gonna eat candy until I'm sick Sugar me up until I'm dummy thick I'm real hungry like a werewolf 
trick or treat, I'll take both. Check for needles in my candy apple. Black cat got my tongue and called me a apple. My ghouls and I go to where our principal lives, and we threw toilet paper all over his crib. Happy Halloween. If you know what I mean, that is. Happy Halloween. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Rock Hard Blue Reviews.